One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily. Come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Emily. And welcome so much, everybody, to episode 128. 128. Do you always say another another edition? Every time. You don't say another episode? No, to another edition. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I think I'm too busy about thinking about my number bit that I just don't pay attention at the top. I mean, I've said it 128 times. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I Well, now I know. I say it in the exact same way. No, I know. I, I know the whole beginning is like... It doesn't feel like you do. But I didn't know you said it. Well, it doesn't feel like you know it. The only <laughs> other time I hear like the word edition is like that show. What show? <laughs> something edition <laughs> okay forget it uh oh what now what is that show it's there a, is a show it's like a hollywood news show isn't it i almost or said, is it real news i almost said new edition but that's a group no <laughs> is it yes from boston please don't get me started they did a spin-off group called bell bib devoe that's wait they, they were, were a spin-off? in new edition wow yeah yeah and then michael bivens I think, went on to create Boys to Men. That part I might be goofing on. I might have made that one part up. I mean, that's a lot of information to just say. <laughs> I that you're I not sure about. Because I really have I mean, a no fondness one, for Belle Biv DeVoe. No one pulls the name Michael Bivens out of nowhere. <laughs> he came to the Cheesecake Factory I worked at once, so I waited on him at the bar. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was. I think it was just a statement because no one's feeling any sort right of way. Now, everyone's going... Scratching their head going, Michael Boovins? Who's that? <laughs> Did you say anything to him? Were you like, Biv? No. no. Okay. Well, no one recognizes him, so you should have said something. People did know who he was. No. The, mm, okay. Episode 128. Ain't it great? Please don't hate. Navigate. Dilate. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to dilate babies, I don't think. Dilate means gets bigger. Yes. Like your cervix. Or your pupils. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amanda's pupils, pupils are so dilated right now. Guys, I am high as a kite, man. Is that what it means? <laughs> I think like when you're on cocaine. <laughs> okay, all right. They're, they're your pupils. That's why the police look in your eyes with the flashlight. They're they want like, to see. Oh, you've got cocaine eyes. Oh, why are they like that? Cop. That's my cop voice. Oh. Mine's more like, okay, I don't, I've never tried it, so let me see. I'm, okay. That's my oh, wait. alarm. Oh. I've never tried a cop voice before. Oh, okay. Um. Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, officer. Hey, give me your money. Wait, no, that's a robbery. Why is he robbing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess I, I get confused sometimes. We better dive in. We better dive in. It can't be this nonsense forever. We have so much. There is, I may say too much to talk about. I think there's too much. I'm already like starting to self-edit because I, I'm nervous. I don't know. We have places to be, things to do. We definitely do. Yeah, we we do. So we should jump right in because we've had a couple of fun episodes. Sure have. But our last episode, because we had our guest, our darling DK. Oh, I mean. What a dream. What a dream. Uh, Because we had him, we didn't want to dive into the corrections. We wanted to just do a full episode with him. So we are now backlogged. Oh, boy. 
And when we get backlogged up on corrections, you got to have an episode where you pull out the old plunger yeah. and you plunge out the corrections because otherwise they're just going to fill up your tank. <laughs> Is that what happens? The poop fills up the tank of the toilet? <laughs> Stop. I don't know. I don't know what happens. Mm, I don't think it's that. I think it's the pipes. Sometimes it's almost like we have to do a full corrections episode because yeah. we're like, oopsie daisies, too many. Too many corrections. corrections. So here we go. Let's dive into some corrections. Corrections! That's, I'm trying something. Mm. It's like my cop voice. Ugh, it was like my cop voice too. You're putting it on. You're trying it. Um, so I think if there's a place to start, I would, I'm going to start most recent episode. Oh, you are? Or? No, well, I, it's up to you. You seemed confident. Go with All it. All right. I just had it pulled up, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, I want to talk about the Jolly Green Giant. The correction I, <laughs> the, okay. the correction I wrote was, I wrote a note in my phone last episode so I would remember, and so when I pulled it up, the note said, what's the Jolly Green Giant's job? <laughs> <laughs> okay and i'm gonna be honest after extensive research yeah i don't know if i'm still entirely can i tell you a true it's thing a, yeah it's a little hard to pin i down. looked it up too and it uh, within uh, now you're better than i am because you seem to have like gone on with your investigation i read one and a half paragraphs on a wikipedia and i was like uh th- i don't understand any of this and goodbye forget it it's a little convoluted yeah yeah it feels like there's it feels like they're not sure yeah, and they're trying to like patch together. Like uh, he might just be a pretty face. Wait, not the original ones though, because I saw several drafts. There are several drafts. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. So the company is now called Green Giant, but it used to be called the Minnesota Valley Canning Company. Yes. So uh, when they started, mm-hmm. their their like big thing yeah. was Green Giant Great Big Tender Peas. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So they were. It was like a big deal. These were like new peas. <laughs> they, and they had the market on it. On, Corner. On new they peas. They were like, yeah. They're like, hey guys, oh, I'm sorry. Are you eating those old peas? Those peas are real small. Because you haven't f- had any of these new giant special peas yet. Yeah. So the quote that I have here is, the brand, uh, so, and the figure of a giant was introduced three years later. So to go along with the giant peas. Okay, okay. A jolly green There giant. is something there. The brand was created in response to the discovery of the new variety of pea. Yeah. The Prince of Wales. Wait. This is the brand of pea. This, oh. is, the, this is the strain. Okay. Of pea. They were, as Martin Sloan, who he is, is to uncertain. me, I'm going to guess a, a pea expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah. quote, oblong, wrinkled, and as peas go, huge. Despite <laughs> their size, they were tender and had a special flavor and sweetness that couldn't be matched. Right. So that's, okay. that's what he said about them. I, so okay. rather than apologize for the size of the peas, they were like, they decided to emphasize it. Oh, First of man. all, who's apologizing for Wouldn't peas? Wouldn't you want bigger peas? I mean, I don't want any peas. I'll be honest. You don't? No. Oh, I'm very much enjoying No, them. no, 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 no. Um, there's Wait. a. We're talking about peas? Are you okay? <laughs> okay, because I have a question. Okay, go on. Peas aren't the same as Brussels sprouts. No. Okay. Green beans and not. The- no, those are beans. Mm. They're beans. They're right. beans. They're not peas. Green beans, you don't open up and there's so peas, peas inside. peas are like in pods and there's usually three and they're cute. Well, those are snap peas. Oh, boy. Why do I know so much about peas? What form are the other peas coming in? Straight up. Off the vine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emily, I don't know this much. Now we got another correction inside Can a correction. Can I ask a question, too, about, like, if this is actually pea or green bean related? Please. I am the I'm a, I'm a regular Martin Sloan over here. Why are both of those vegetables and maybe some other, but specifically those two vegetables, peas, green beans, and green beans, 
Why, when they're in the canned form, are they like the different most dis- foods that the have most, ever... The like, most disgusting. They don't even resemble the food that no. they normally are if they're fresh. It's the can and the water. That's but it lot. doesn't happen to other vegetables. Corn stays fine. Corn stays fine. Corn stays corn-like. Yeah. I don't know. I've mm-hmm. never... I don't think I've, I've... I've only seen canned green beans. I don't go near them. They're always on like southern dishes. Like don't on like a, like, like a b- barbecue buffet. There's always like no those thanks. canned ones. And I'm like, who wants these? Don't. So go on. Want it. Um, there's family lore in my house that uh, when you bring up peas, you have to bring up the story of it was either we go back and forth on whether it was my grandma who did it or uh-huh. my mom. Uh-huh. But that my brother and I, we were called to dinner and we came down to dinner and they had served us cereal bowls filled with peas. And that was the whole dinner. <laughs> and so now we... Is it the, during the Depression? <laughs> <laughs> it was in the 20s. Uh, and, I, and I don't... It had to have been my grandmother because there's just no possible way that my mom would be like... Dinner, sir. My children will do this. They love... Oh. Uh, <laughs> A cereal bowl filled, <laughs> overflowing with peas. You know what the kids are always saying? More. Dinner was great, but not enough peas. Could you give me seven times the amount of peas I've been given? I will say they serve those frozen bags of corn and peas. Yeah. And I can eat an entire bag of either one of those things. There's like, what do you put on them? What do you put on a pea? Like a little bit of butter and salt and pepper. No. I'll eat a whole bowl of it. I love them. I love peas. I wish you were getting the bowl of peas. I should have. I would have been fine with it. You should have gotten the bowl of peas. Okay, so. So anyway, the booming ho, ho, ho became the Giants' signature tagline in 1961. I mean. And then since 1972, he has had a young apprentice. Wait. (laughs) Little Green Sprout. Sprout, okay. And then it says, with no further information. Yeah. He has a young apprentice, Little Green Sprout, uh, Sprout, comma, who represents the consumer. And then they just move along as if that's enough information about what that is. What do you mean Sprout represents the consumer? Is he constantly trying to convince Sprout to yeah. eat green beans? And then Sprout's like, okay, they are delicious. And so they're like, see, Sprout likes it. You're just like Sprout, aren't you, the You're, consumer? Don't you see Sprout as you, the consumer? Maybe kids kids look at Sprout and Sprout's little and they go, well, look at Sprout. He's a cartoon I giant. S- I associate <laughs> Sprout with like Scrappy-Doo. I feel like they're sort of the same. Yeah, like, yeah, like an insult almost to your yeah, intelligence. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, I understood the first one. I don't need a little smaller yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, no, no, I liked Scooby just fine. He didn't need a friend. It's like uh, they put, Rob- well, I don't know. He's real sweet and cute, though. Scrappy? Robin and uh, Kermit's nephew, Robin. His name is Robin? I think so. Oh, boy. Maybe it's Frog and... <laughs> okay so also um so still don't fully know his job they don't go into what his job is except being the mascot and last time and also couldn't that just be enough seems well, like he should be doing something else. okay um but we all took a stab at impressions yeah so i want to play what it actually is just real quick this okay is, this is yeah so real quick. Ho, ho, ho. yeah one more time it was real quick I mean, I, I want to so say if we go back and listen to 127, I do actually kind of do a slight replication of that, I think. That's, yours was probably maybe best. Okay, yours was not good. The worst part. Mine was, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> and this is what happened in my brain. Yeah. I went, why did I sound like that? Yeah. And the reason is, do you remember several years ago, maybe 10 at this point? Yes. Michael Jackson did a very strange interview. Uh, okay. Where he like, it was with some guy that's like some famous interviewer. Yeah, the British gentleman. Yes. yes. And they went around. This was the big expose. A big this was expose. The big thing. I do Apparently, 
Side note, not big of an expose enough, may I say? Uh, I do think that that, Michael, that man was trying to get to something. And he didn't because some facts might have been missed. Or he anyway, moving like, on. Okay. <laughs> there is a moment where he is in Vegas with Michael Jackson. Yep. And, she, and they Michael's come upon showing. a store mm-hmm. and he's pointing out all the things he's purchased. And at one point, he walks up to a green giant. There oh. is a. Jolly yes. Green and, and Michael Jackson does a ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. And I was doing that. You were emulating yes. Michael Jackson's interview. So here we go. Okay. You gotta listen for it. Old commercial, American commercial to make kids eat green peas. Ho ho ho, green giant. So <laughs> to be if, fair, you do an exact thank you. Thank an you. exact impression of that. Thank you. Isn't the brain a funny thing? It is a funny thing. I've that, always that said it. Your brain would do that. It was like this With is the information what, that came in. This is what you think it is. That's what your head did to it. Who who who? <laughs> you know, it's not the Hulk. It's the Jolly Green Giant. He <laughs> got the kids to eat the peas. Eat the peas. <laughs> also, this man's a singer. I can't. And he and he couldn't even like. <laughs> he couldn't even replicate. Ho ho ho! Green Giant. It's like my cop voice. Um, so <laughs> I'm unfortunately, really glad you found that. Thank you. That you. You figured it out. It made sense. Now I get it. Now I get why I did it. I understand too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank the listeners. Thank everyone. Okay. But I feel like I still don't have quite a handle on what he does. <laughs> he does he take care of the peas? Maybe he just promotes peas. I think he just promotes peas. I think he's trying to make everyone see, like, look, you'll be big and strong like me. Look, Sprout likes them. He's the consumer. These peas are huge. I'm huge. Peas are huge. I'm not going to apologize for how big these peas Absolutely are. Absolutely not. Wait, do you taste how tender and sweet they are? Let me refer you to Martin Sloan. Also, I'm tender and sweet. Look at Sprout. Here Eat a are. pea. There it is. Got it. Didn't get you, though. Bowl no. of peas served, and you were like, no, 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 green giant. Wow. They tried to make me eat a pea, and I said, no, no, no. no. <laughs> what else have we got, Amanda? <laughs> do you want to do one? I can do one. We were talking about, because we were in the quest to find everybody's older <laughs> love interest in yes. Hollywood. Uh, I'm sticking with Gandolfines. I told Adam, my boyfriend Adam, the other day about James Gandolfini. <laughs> and he about had my... the same He had the same reaction uh-huh. as I did uh-huh. until I explained who my people were, and then he just thought the whole thing was a disaster. <laughs> so, And then he was like, oh, you both are mentally ill. Yeah, he was like, okay, these don't make it any better, was really what it was. Is this a text I, conversation you're showing me? Well, well because we uh, we asked DK, yep. our guest of episode 127, uh, if there was any you know women in Hollywood, yep. and it got us on to uh, Diane Keaton. And we went around the circle oh, yeah. and just simply challenged ourselves to just n- include a, a Diane Keaton film. Yeah. We all got out about, we got up to three of them. I think I could have named more. Oh, you do? I, well, I think so. I mean, I've got her entire uh, IMDb oh. filmography. So, I mean, you want to, you want to, I mean, guess how many films she's been in. Let's just try that first off. 51. Well, I guess IMDb shows everything, huh? Yeah. You got to stop at like actor. Because then it'll go into like well, producer, also, writer. Well, well, but also too, they're giving me like TV. Also, this list is very not. Oh, okay. So yeah, she's been in sixty-eight things. Okay, but I don't think all films because a lot of them are TV series. Is it like like her appearances on Leno or those counting? <laughs> they mm, just a lot of TV series that I didn't really think that she was. She on TV? Not really. She was in Finding Dory. Okay. Did you know this? No. Right. 
But that's like a big movie, right? Yeah. You named Book Club. Mm-hmm. I think I named Palms because I had just seen it. Don't ask. Uh, and so it goes. Mm. What did we decide whether it was because I said so? She or is in because it is I said that one. so. Okay. She is in because I said so. Do you know what major film that she was in that I almost felt ashamed that I didn't source? It's probably one of the most epic films of all time. Father of the Bride. Wait, is she in that? Yes, she's Steve Martin's wife. I've never seen That's that. like maybe the... Wait, are you kidding me? <laughs> I maybe saw the first one when I was very young. Martin Short is in it. Yeah, he plays Frank. Yeah. Really? I don't think I like it. I don't think I like that daughter actress very much, to be perfectly honest. She married Pete Sampras. Excuse? He's a tennis player. Wait, that's the girl that's in... No, she's... No. I'm pretty sure she married Pete Sampras. I know who the woman that married Pete Sampras is. She's the one that's in... Um, that Adam Sandler movie. It's her. No, it's the blonde. Girl. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I feel like maybe she was married to Andre Agassi. <laughs> I feel like it was like a '90s tennis star. Because there is an actress that is married to Pete Sampras, and she is in '80s '90s films. Maybe it's her. Anyway, you really she's fine. Up. But it's a great. I will absolutely stand by she Father was in, of the Bride. Okay. I'll stand by Part Two. Will you stand by First Wives Club? Oh, I forgot about First. Wives will you st- Will you stand by Look Who's Talking Now? No. Will you stand by any of the Godfather films? Diane Keaton in the Godfather movie? She's Michael's wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I didn't even register to me. It didn't. And then I saw neither. it and I was like, oh, right. She's like a main character. I didn't remember that. <laughs> neither did I. I thought it was. No. No. Okay. It's definitely her. It's not Rocky's wife. What's her name? Ex- Adrian? Yeah. She that was actress. never in another movie. <coughs> no, she's definitely in that the lady was ne- That lady was in... Oh, no, she's the sister. She's Michael's sister. That's it. She's the one that's getting tossed around by the boyfriend, and then they that's give it. the boyfriend a what for. Uh, she was in Baby Boom. That was a big solo performance for Diane. I've never seen that. Crimes of the Heart. Right. Uh, <laughs> we can name... This is your correction? <laughs> well, I'm just saying... My correction is Diane Keaton is a very famous actress. What was sad was that... I- she is probably one of the biggest actresses of uh, you know in American film, and I couldn't for the life of me. Well, it's hard when you're under pressure. Okay, well, I could probably name ten Bette Miller films right now. Uh-oh. Okay, well, <laughs> do you have something to talk about? Beaches, Ruthless People, Outrageous Fortune, mm. Hocus Pocus, <laughs> shit, mm. The Rose. I'm up to five. That was pretty fast. That is pretty Faster good. than I sourced any Diane Keaton movies. Thank you very much with your pillbox hat, your long sleeves, and your turtlenecks. All right. What else have you got? I want to talk to you about uh, flavored grapes. Or, Emily, as you decided. I was confused. I since have seen something about yes. this. So, in our road trips episode, mm-hmm. you we came up, the topic of how grape-flavored things don't taste like grapes came up. Yeah, like fake, like Big League Chew fake yes. grape flavor yum, is yum, not yum, at yum. all what an actual grape doesn't taste like. Doesn't taste like what a grape tastes like. The, then you brought up that there are grapes that taste like bubble gum. Yeah. And then you said they were called gumps. <laughs> so I want to just talk about that. Just revisit that for a moment. I think that they're grapes that taste like cotton candy. So that's what it is. It's yeah. grapes that taste like cotton candy. I don't know where you find them. However... One of our listeners, JT, always coming in a clutch. Yes, thank you, JT. Uh, says, uh, hey, just listening to the latest app, Emily mentions gum-flavored grapes, but what I think she's referring to is cotton candy grapes, which is very much a real thing. They taste just like cotton candy. They absolutely do. So I said, 
Yes, but why? Have we all sat down and asked why? Oh. And he said, the real question is why not? Well, so, I mean, what? to be fair. He brings up a good I point. suppose they're just genetically being infused with cotton candy flavor. So here's what it is. Okay. The producers say a new grape is entirely natural. And this was in an article from 2013. So uh-huh. they're not that new. The producers say the you new say grape. This with like some sort of like air Emily, about it. you gotta keep up on the grape trends. Could okay. you? This is a five-year-old grape trend. Fair enough. Our listeners expect us to be on the forefront of grape technology. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the producers say this new grape is entirely natural, despite tasting like one of the least natural of candies. The gr- California's the grapery, which. Mm. That's uh, yep. Achieved <laughs> okay. their candy flavored grapes by using hand pollination to naturally cross two species of grapes: a thick-skinned Concord-like grape with the normal green seedless we see in grocery stores. Yeah, the resulting grape variety looks exactly like a standard green seedless grape. Yep, but once in the mouth, yeah, tastes like cotton candy. Yeah, when it pops in your mouth, mouth, the first impression is a rush of cotton candy flavor. Yeah. he said, describing them as extremely sweet with hints of vanilla. It's like there's nothing to stop the sweetness. It just lingers on your tongue. Huh. Does this man fuck these grapes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, yeah, like, okay. Mm-hmm. I've had them. Are they, is, does it just I, linger I in your mouth? I being disappointed that it wasn't a grape. <laughs> I remember Fair. being like, oh, hey, who brought grapes? Cool. And then popping one in my mouth and being like, oh, God. What's this? Yeah. And also, I'm not a cotton candy fan. Oh, me neither. We've talked about this. It's like yeah. eating glass. It's disgusting. Just It's glass and then it falls apart. And you're like, what happened? Why did I eat this? I'm not full. My fingers are dirty. <laughs> I, I just, very, very sticky. I don't want to go on that ride. That's, you're always at a carnival. Um, the candy tasting grapes have about 12% more sugar than regular grapes. But, and this fact, this comparison comes out of nowhere, but still less than raisins. Wow. Whoa. Seems like there's a beef. <laughs> Take that raisins Raisins. (laughs) uh, taking you down a peg for no reason raisins (laughs) they sell for six dollars a pound too much yeah too much for that when you go to the supermarket this is the the guy who fucks grapes is what he's saying (laughs) when you go to the supermarket there's like 15 kinds of apples fuji pink lady gala Brayburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know apples, please. The list goes on. Thank you. But only we want to give consumers (laughs) the same array of flavors for grapes. Grapery CEO Jim Beagle even said they're currently testing grapes that taste like grape soda, as well as gummy bears, Skittles, and mango. You know what this all, you know what happens? What is the thing with kids that people can't get them to eat something that's like a natural fruit? They're like, no, I don't want this. And it's like, oh, well, we'll make it taste like candy so that you'll just eat this. What happens? Just like, is there no way we could just get them to just like what a I don't want you to go on another tear about children (laughs) should just eat things because you've done it a lot. (laughs) And again, I have to reiterate, neither of us are parents. (laughs) And it's a real tough stance. Listen, I will say my stance has shifted slightly in the sense of I'm not trying to judge. I'm genuinely trying to understand. I just don't get it. I don't get why... It's because kids are assholes. Oh. <laughs> and, they, and they want them to be quiet. Kids don't, they don't give a shit. They're like, I don't want this. And they're like, you know what? I like that have mac the and same cheese. breath that you were trying to get me to not do this. 
you just said kids were assholes. That's the that is the reason. No, I know because it is. kids they don't want to eat it because they're like this doesn't taste good. All parents good. want is and just so a just, minute, just for them to chill. Exactly, that's all it is. They're just they doing just the best they can. I understand, baby. Hey, to all the mothers and the fathers and the parents out there in the world, I see you. Suvaco, what? I think that means I see you in Pandora in Avatar. <laughs> Suvaco. Oh, that might be the other one. There's like Studio. There, it's Susu Studio. By the way, I've been listening to a lot of Phil Collins lately. <gasps> Phil Collins and the Police. So, oh, okay. He, side note: Is he in the Police? No. Okay. Who is Sting? Sting. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna cut that out. Um, <laughs> we'll just cut that part out as we okay, always do. Well, Great. Um, also, I just quickly on the same subject, I brought up grapples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's say grapple. I think it's oh, it's grapple. Oh. This is what the little blue, a little purple oh, monkey on That's the website says. Logo. It just says grapple, and then it says say grape l. So grapple. They did it wrong. Grapple's way more fun. So so grapple. Grapple yeah. brand grapples. So I mentioned how there's apples that taste like grapes. Yes. And that's how the gumps came about. So they can be purchased at grocery grapples, stores. Grapples, grapples, gumps, and goops. Okay. It's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so I clicked on buy online. Oh. And it takes us to a website that says, would you rather print and fax your order? No. So I'm going to say <laughs> that maybe I don't, that's not a good business. <laughs> Would I rather... Is there like an address that I'm sending it to? Where are these people that they can't... I, it just asked if you would rather. They're like can't even get these in stores. Like they're, they're Shark Tank like oh, pitch. They're like not, facts only. They're, they're going to be like... Is our business model. They're going to be like, so are you currently selling these anywhere? And they're going to be Certainly like... Certainly am. Do you want to fax us? They're like, oh yeah, yeah. We're getting, we're getting about three faxes a month. Um, you're being, I think, very generous. <laughs> One person is like... Yeah. I think everyone stops right where you stopped. Yeah, I was like, they oh. Went, oh, no, I'm not going to no, buy these. They don't, they don't know what's going I'll on. I'll wait for Trader Joe's Yeah, I'll they come around. Yeah. Um, one of the bigger uh, items we talked about yes. on the South of the Border episode, which basically was what it was, the road trip episode yes. is South of the Border. Right. So, uh, there's a lot about the South of the Border <laughs> that, again, was confusing to me. Both of us. Because I think, again, the whole idea of... What border is it again? Was I right about it? I think so. It's the Carolina. Wait, so you this don't is have this. Well, I'm, looking, I'm on their actual website. Oh, they have a website. Oh yeah, who's running this? I wonder. Probably Pedro. Is that his name? Yes, Pepe? Pedro. Pedro. In 1949, wow, Alan Schaefer built a simple, simple 18 by 36 foot beer stand known as South of the Border Beer Depot, as it adjoined the North Carolina counties which were dry of alcoholic beverages. Oh, that's fun. Business boomed. Alan Schaefer had a good idea. Great idea. A few years later, a 10-seat grill was added, and the Whoa. business was renamed South of the Border Drive-In. 10 seats? Not enough. <laughs> In 1954, Schaefer added 20 motel rooms, <gasps> and materials the for the additional were shipped to Schaefer Project, south of the, parentheses, North Carolina border. Wow. Mr. Schaefer shortened the name of his business to South of the Border. Schaefer One may ask, oh, how did Pedro come about? Yeah, because, I, I mean, and then this is some racist stuff starts well, happening. Well, Mr. Schaefer went to Mexico <laughs> to establish import connections oh. and met two young men. Oh. He helped them get admitted to the United States, and they went to work at the motel office as bellboys for several years. Oh, I mean, that's kind of a nice no. Well, well oh, oh. People started calling <laughs> them Pedro and Pancho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this 
this article doesn't even give us their actual names? Nope. And says, cool. and eventually, just Pedro. Wow. So the two of them <laughs> were indistinguishable, <laughs> non-white people we just refer to as Pedro. Well, I don't know what their names were. They How were at I the keep... desk and I, you know what? They I just... couldn't keep track, but they weren't white. So they Pedro. Spanish accent. <laughs> so I just figured Pedro, Pedro. What about those signs? Well, they're all designed by Mr. Schaefer himself. Oh, boy. Around how many billboards, Emily? Oh, I think if I had to guess both directions, mm, 38. 175. Stop it. 175 billboards are north and south from Virginia, North Carolina state lines to the South Carolina, Georgia straight line, uh, state lines. At one time, there were more than 250 different billboards from Philadelphia to Daytona, Florida. Wait, what happened there? Well, I'm sure they don't cost nothing. Like, they're probably expensive. He's like, we can. Philadelphia was like, we don't want these anymore. Yeah, they're like, these are. (laughs) Can you get the racist signs (laughs) off the highway, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. Schaefer? Yeah. Can you get these racist signs of Pedro? (laughs) (laughs) You're above the Mason Dixon line, (laughs) and this shit don't fly. Hey, Alan, we've done a lot of work for this to not be the way stuff (laughs) is. But everyone in the Carolinas was still like, fine. Leave them. We love them. Kids like them. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> the 97 foot Pedro I oh, didn't know wow. which stands adjacent to the Mexico shop east and the Sombrero restaurant oh has four God. miles of wiring and weighs 77 tons you can drive your car through the legs <laughs> do you think Alan was at a big meeting and he's like picture this <laughs> a giant man let's call him Pedro oh, he's Spanish I like it and you drive through his legs. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Is that it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Sombrero Restaurant is located on the same spot as the original South of the Border drive-in. Today, for a minimum donation of $20 to the Wait. Shriners Children's Hospital, oh. you can get your name on an orange cardboard Sombrero to be placed on the ceiling of the restaurant. Excuse me. This is where we are calling upon any and all M&M's near the <laughs> south of the border, we will reimburse you. What? If you spend the $20 to get a sombrero on the roof of that restaurant with Amanda and Emily written on it. Excuse me, though. I will now, personally reimburse if they the person who does this. All that. If you're on a road trouble. trip, if they go through if you all that trouble, it, yes. wouldn't they want to put their name on the ceiling? $40. Do one for you. One for us. We'll Venmo you the 20 We'll Venmo us. you the money. Who's it's, sorting through all this nonsense? I'll sort through it. Border? I don't no, know. No, I'm talking about the people yeah. that are like, hey, well, would you like to buy one of our signature m If you are on a road trip and you pass Pedro, go in. Oh. Spend those $20. Get our name on that roof. Ceiling. The, so the roof is a ceilings hat, if you're thinking about it. It's like the roof is a ceilings sombrero. It's the roof of the hat. It's the, <laughs> it's the hat of the house, if you're thinking about it. Um, so that's that's a call I want to make to all M&Ms right now. Well, thank if you. If you live near it. Well, I'm not quite done because oh. I do have. <laughs> this is one of those episodes where it's all corrections. That's but okay. Keep going. I want to. I Google image just some of the billboards. So I just want to go through them. Yes. Here we go. 
Oof, yikes. This one just starting <laughs> off. It just says Shalom south of the border. Why so, Shalom? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, something tells me that maybe Alan was doing a homage to something like that means something to him. Because that doesn't seem to add up. Shalom. I mean, Shalom is a peaceful. Okay, this says Pedro's weather report. Oh. And then it says chilly today, hot tamale. Oh, like chili the food. Yeah, it's spelled that way. Huh. And then and then hot tamale. That's punny. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, then there's one. It's got Pedro and it's got a very big Frankfurter on it. And it says, <laughs> you never sausage a place. Oh. And then it says parentheses, you're always a wiener at Pedro's. Oh. <laughs> so Where did that whole thing come from, you wonder? What? Why did we start calling hot dogs wieners? Because okay, well, dash hen dogs look like them or something? Well, they look like wieners. Also, do you are you one of those people that said dash hens? What are they? Dash hounds? They're dachshunds. Dotsons? Dachshunds? They're dachshunds. I don't know what no they are. No one's saying Dachshunds. My grandmother had one, and it was a nasty little dog named Otto. Goodbye. This one just says, Flamingos, south of the border. Oh, well, that one at least isn't offensive in any way. One says, give Pedro the business. What does that mean? Don't know. They're just asking to... to... This says, virgin sturgeon. And there's a picture of a fish. I'm imagining a sturgeon. Okay. And then it says, also unused bagels. Wait, unused bagels? What? Bear up a little longer. What? There's a bear no. on it. Okay. A little. I have a problem with the bagel thing still. Feels racist. I know. You're really sliding right by unused bagels. Hats around the world. Wait. Okay. <laughs> You'll go ape. There's an ape. Okay. Pedro's for fireworks. Wait, what does you'll go ape even mean? There's an ape. Well, it means like you're, you, you know, people go ape. You're excited. Ugh. Best in this neck of the woods. What do you think? It, what it was pictured? Uh, somebody's uh, w- wood. They're hard on. <laughs> and then think of neck. Yeah, it's got a long neck. Oh, simple then. I was going a little bit more. It's a, it's a like more sophisticated. It's a, it's a giraffe. More sophisticated on these? No, certainly not. <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, that's that. I just wanted to clear the air a little bit about south of the border and make sure that we knew that the Beginning, the humble beginnings of Pedro is 100% based in racism. <laughs> I mean, it clearly is. I just wanted to. I mean, Poncho and Pedro, bless, wherever you are now. For a while, they were just called Poncho and Pedro, and then eventually everyone just called them Pedro. No one could remember which one was Poncho or Pedro, so we just simplified it, and they just called both of them Pedro. You know, they couldn't remember the two racist names they came up with. <laughs> they came they up just with. moved to the one. They came up with. They're not their names. I, that's what I'm saying. It's such an episode of Mad Men. <laughs> so like oh, oh boy yeah, yeah. Yeah, they re- speaking of things that are racist yes. I do want to quickly talk about chop suey this is just something wow. you talked about and I just wanted to bring it up to be fair it's also a song by a band that I can't remember the name of right now and it's a really horrible song that good I fact hate. cool fact <laughs> <laughs> chop suey is a dish in American Chinese cuisine and other forms of overseas Chinese cuisine consisting of meat and eggs cooked quickly with vegetables such as bean sprouts, cabbage, and celery, and bound in a starch-thickened sauce. Is that something? Uh, I mean, it's not what my mom makes. It be- it be- <laughs> oh, what does your mom make? It's literally like ziti, ground beef, tomato, onion. Ziti? It's not even remotely? It's like either elbows or ziti. Okay, so it's not like a typical it's like an, Asian. It's like a, an American pasta, like BS thing. Wow. And I'm not the only one that calls it this. Note, I found out Tim's family does as well. 
Oh, well. <laughs> Is your mom from the Midwest? I'm no, can, she's Mass, born and raised, right? Yeah, it's like a New England thing, I thought. Interesting. Okay, well. I mean, I don't even know that this really helps with the... I mean, It just it says, the long list of conflicting stories about the origin of chop suey is, in the words of a food historian, Alla Davidson, a prime example of culinary mythology. Well, there, do you know that there's like a whole thing about like General Tso's chicken? No. Like that there's a whole... There's a documentary about it because it, the, the, it just all gets... No one knows. It all gets like, yeah. No one just, knows. It, things get modified so much that wow. it becomes not even a thing in it. First of all, it's not even like in a, a, a Chinese dish anymore. It was like never. Well, I mean, yours has ziti on it, so it's definitely not. It's a not Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Chop suey. Just call it pasta. It sounds like you're just having pasta. I mean, it is. But ever since I was a kid, it was Chop just like. Suey. And I mean, I can eat mountains. Of I it. would too. I mean, if it's ziti, ground beef, onion, yeah, I'm onion, in, tomato, and I'm that's in, pretty much it. That's you you're put describing some salt, pepper, and parmesan on it. And you're describing pasta, but it's not in a sauce. Like it's not the, the tomato, same. but the tomato you just use chunks and paste. You don't make a sauce. Paste is part of a sauce, but you, it, it's hard to explain. I'll have my mom make it one time, and I'll I'm bring into it. it. Yeah, I mean, it's you're not going to be. I mean, you're just going to be like, well, this is just pasta. What it is. It's almost like bordering on hamburger helper. Into it, but we never had that growing up. Me neither. I used wow. to be jealous of people that had that. I kind of was too. It's like we don't do hamburger that, helper. That cute little hand. Yeah, and the, yeah. He's like the the jolly green giant of hamburger helper. Thank you. Was he the hel- Is he the titular helper? He is who the jolly green giant should have brought in, not Sprout. He no. should have partnered up with the hamburger helper hand. Because then it's covering both the proteins and the veggies. Yeah, they could have had a spinoff. But I think for me, it's clear what the hamburger helper's job is. He's a hand. He's giving a hand. He's helping. It's in the name, Helper. Yeah, and I think that the Jolly Green Giant is just trying to show people you'll end up big, you'll end up strong. Yeah. Look at me. He's more of an you'll image. You'll end up green. He's more of a, yeah, you'll be green. <laughs> yeah. You'll wear little tiny shorts made of leaves. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll talk in a strain, uh, uncomfortably, like, ho, ho, ho. You know what he almost sounds like? You know those uh, folks that, ha- like, they are, they grow too tall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, hold on. You said colloquially as if I knew what you were going to talk about as if like I know, hold on I'm not ready <laughs> you said yeah, yeah yeah you know it's like those people who grow too tall <laughs> it's like there's a prime there's primordial dwarfism but then there's the other extreme like people who like just they shoot up to like eight and a half feet tall no one's eight and, and a half feet tall I bet you that there's a person I think it's like they tap out at seven there's not eight and a half they tap out at <laughs> seven <laughs> It's not eight and a half. You, you couldn't be in a car. <laughs> but remember, it was in that movie, The Big Fish, when I, that gentleman that was in the are film, Big of, Fish. Are you thinking of twins? What? Arnold Schwarzenegger is very tall. Danny Beto's small. Stop it. Okay. Uh, uh, in the movie, Big Fish, the, the, there's an actor in the film that is, he has like, I don't know what you call it, but their voice is always like so much deeper yeah. because their whole body has like. And so the green giant you think has that. I think he has that. And this seems insensitive. <laughs> I'm, but he's making it work. He's making he it work. He made a career for himself. He's still it. Oh, is he still around even? He's got to be on the bag. I mean, what, we couldn't just leave it to Sprout. Sprout's the consumer. He must be on the bag. Also, do they only make, they only do peas. It's not like they ever ventured no, out. There's a, there's a lot of other things. It can't, it's not just peas. It's all sorts of green products. You think the, uh, I think it's broccoli. I even feel like Jolly Green Giant. I feel like the bags now that I'm seeing them in like a freezer section, I feel like they do all of it. I, yeah, I think Corn, it's all, I carrots, think, I think it's all broccoli. Of it. Yeah, I think it's all of it. Do you ever buy frozen vegetables? No. The only frozen vegetables, this I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> this is so boring. You know what, Amanda? Fair enough. <laughs> I, I do, but I it's only one kind, and I don't need to discuss it on the air. 
Oh, you are embarrassed? No, it's just boring. Now everyone's dying to know. It's the pepper mixture. (laughs) (laughs) Are you happy? (laughs) You can't cut up that many peppers. It takes too long. (laughs) Okay. They do it for you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Some of them have onions. Some don't. Both good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so if you're going to make like sausage. Okay, no. All right. I can't. All right, we're moving on. We have to move on. We have to move on to the topic. We've got to move on to the topic. Emily, I would love to dive into our topic today, which is eighth grade. grade. Guys, some people had a great time. Some people had a dreadful time. It was a year. Did you have a great time? I think I probably did. It was probably the last year, which I like... It was probably the last year in which I was like, oh, this is simple. Because remember, my school was kindergarten through eighth grade. I was just going to ask this. Yes. Okay. So, yes. That's, so, that's it was last the last. It was the simple. Yeah. I didn't have middle school. So, it was like our one school, the people we'd grown up with, like fully grown up with since kindergarten. And then things get complicated in high school, right? Like yeah. other things matter. Yeah, and yeah. so, I think it was the last year where it was like, oh, this is all. This is still nice. We're all kids still. And then we get into high school and it's like other towns. People are driving. See, I there's think- boys and smoking. I think that excel. I think me going to middle school that probably that started happened. to happen. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think I really like. I think I remember liking eighth grade. Um, it was the year like we had every year we had like one big musical. The eighth graders did the musical, so right. that was like my first foray into theater. What'd you do the Music Man, to which I love oh, to yes, this day. Yes. 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 Um, and so yeah, I think that's like. You know, we had our friend group. Like I think that's where I got my first boyfriend. I think all of that stuff all happened. It was a pretty pivotal year. Um, and you're like at that weird age too where it's like it is about to like you're like 12, 13. Yeah, yeah. Periods are happening. Oh, yeah. Shaving your legs. Stuff is shifting. Oh, yeah. And you are about to embark on like a whole new set of For horrible sure. things yeah. in high so school. So it was like the last time before things were really not great. <laughs> before, yeah. you know. Before the the, 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 the castle everything. Crumbles. Yeah, before everything goes to garbage. Yeah. Emily, how about you? I think I too enjoyed the eighth grade. I will your say. Your school was what? Six through eight? Was that what your middle school was? Set only seventh and eighth. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I think I struggled in seventh grade in middle school to find my place. And then eighth grade, I got a little bit more comfortable also. Yeah. First performance. Yep. Nancy Which, and Oliver. Great. Um, is she one of the orphans? She is the lead. She is the one. Some would say it's Oliver. Well, Oliver is, the, I mean, she's the female um, look, lead. Someone would say it's Oliver. Uh, if she's a female lead. Lord knows it was, we certainly, it certainly wasn't just sh- she was a lead. There, <laughs> there was no musical that no. the woman's the lead. No. Is there? Yeah. I mean, of the old ones? Thoroughly Modern Millie. What? Millie's the lead. I think, I, there's, there's something to say that Sandy is the lead of Greece. Danny's the lead of Greece. I think it's both. She's looking like a dum-dum the whole time. No. I mean, kind of a dummy. Look, in my eyes, it's a Rizzo vehicle, if it's anything. I will say. Yeah, Rizzo, the one who's like, but they all, they're treating her like garbage. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, just say. Yeah, and then, but the thing is, I struggled. Anything goes. Reno Sweeney, she's the star. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess Gypsy. I've never seen Gypsy. I saw it on Broadway with Tyne Daly. Thank you very much. With who? Tyne Daly. See, I saw it on Broadway with Michael Bevins. <laughs> I was like, he was. <laughs> oh, also strange combination. Oh. <laughs> Emily did a hand gesture to show combining. She took her two fingers and made big circles like a Venn diagram. One might say I almost did an out of this world d- double finger touch. 
and she hit the microphone and it fell. So Emily, if you could get into back my, into my boobs, into the into the boobs. Thank God your boobs. Everyone your, heard my boobs. Your boobs saved it. They sounded uh, great. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, three boys in school that year kind of came out of their shell and they in the te- in the eighth grade talent show they did a dance performance and they were the headliner of the whole talent show like the teacher that organized that knew what she was doing because she built everybody up to a fever pitch until Josh Caswell Dawood Duran and Kari Samuel came out and did an entire like break dance dance show were and you guys they like killed. losing your minds they killed. Was it like Motown Philly back again? <laughs> I want to say that they like did that, or they Probably. did like Poison. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think they did Poison. To be honest, that would make everyone. I go sang crazy. Richard Marx's uh, "Right Here Waiting for You." Uh, not a not a crowd pleaser. Uh, what is that? Do a little bit. Yes, you know that. Song. I not right now. I don't. Whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. You don't know this song? No, now I do. Oh. Uh, And I had the church, the woman at the church recorded a piano track for me. She played it slower than anyone's ever heard a song played ever in their life. So it's me on a stage wearing my Debbie Gibson hat. uh, And I thought you didn't have a Debbie Gibson hat. I thought it was a lie. No, I didn't have Electric Youth Perth perfume. I lied about the perfume. Got it. You had the hat. Figured the hat out. Got it. Well, I also think I made my mom. I think I may have lied about the hat too, and then made my mom buy me a hat yeah. so that I could then make present, it a lie. Make it the lie real. Present in the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. I was gonna be some. You're like guys. Remember when seven months ago I said I had a Debbie Gibson hat? Here it is. <laughs> and you challenged me. Well, now I have it. I well, found it. It was missing. So, uh, so I think performance wise, I also won the Peter Gray Memorial Award at the school for writing a uh, for writing. What did you write? I wrote this thing, Amanda. It's so embarrassing. Do you have it? I don't. Ugh. I got a check for it and everything too, though. What did you write? I wrote this thing. Was I can't. Like, I won't get into it. Was it like a young woman's monologue? It, oh, no. it was kind of like that. Oh, but no. then at the end of it, Amanda. Oh, at no. the end of it, the twist. Is that she I dead? Made, she's dead. That I. That I. That she had been looking at everyone at her like from her coffin. That was like that, and and like when I dropped that bomb at the end, everyone was like. Because you, you have to remember, I'm like, wait, a, you read this out loud? You had to present, like, because we, we all was submitted Was this part them. of the same show? No, 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 this was a different. Because I feel like I'm the breakdancing into you singing, singing from a, eighth grade. a woman's story <laughs> and then she's dead. Not a real variety. That's a real, real variety show. Do you know what's sad, though, is that, like, I had heard a very similar story and I was basically just kind of, like, half ripping it off. Jeez. But I just did it from, like, a young teenage girl's kind of point of mm. view. And then this other girl, Melissa Mann, she won the top thing. She also beat me out in the Mickey Mouse Club auditions. They, they like held her there. She also was on community auditions as well. What's community auditions? Dave Manners community auditions. What? I've definitely talked about this. What is community auditions? It was a te- television show on Sunday mornings in Framingham, Massachusetts. <laughs> you haven't talked about this that I'm aware of. This scene, this sounds new. Okay, Dave Manor was a lo- local anchor. I, that name sounds familiar. Because isn't this why you love uh, uh, Bergeron because of this guy? He reminded you of this guy or something? No. No, okay. <laughs> That's for different guy, I have a very long story short this because we can't get involved in this. <laughs> but Sarah Silverman was on Community Auditions because she was from New So Hampshire. what is it, Local Star Search? It's it's literally that. But it's it's, local star but search. you people mail in postcards to vote for the acts and then you don't find out the winners until the for following weeks. week. Oh, because they mail them during the week. Everyone Postcards during the week. Postcards. My dad had everybody in the fire department. I wonder if that's also how you can order grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a similar business model. Uh, did you say? Did you say you started dating a boy in yeah. eighth grade? Yeah. 
Is he the same boy that you went to All through high school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. A couple of breakups and back togethers, you know, as you do. Huh. But yeah, we started dating in eighth grade. We teamed in the first year of college. Wow. I know. Crazy. I was still weirded out by, by boys in general at that point, I think. I mean, I, he was the only person I dated. Like, I was... No, not, you made a smart move. Because one of my friends made a smart know. move. She kind of did the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. You kind of do, though, because you, you avoid a lot of, like... Because all you would have done if you hadn't settled on this person settled like, right right out of the gate yeah. is you would have just had a series of just unfortunate yeah. with I mean, several people. Well, that was college. But, you know, um, <laughs> and alcohol is involved. So it's more fun, I guess. Um, yeah. And I know he asked me out um, on AOL. Oh. My friend was, this is the most 1999 thing. Yeah. My friend, uh, we were having a sleepover because it's eighth grade. And we were in a private chat room, a couple of our friends. Yeah. And everyone was sort of like new because I guess he had boys over as well. So like he was having a sleepover. I was having a sleepover. And then I guess there was a couple other people in the room or whatever. And then someone was like, do we, they were like, oh, I almost said his name. They're like, just do it. Just do it. And then they, he like sidebar IM'd me. Oh. Separate. Whoa. And said this like really lovely thing for the But an then you grader. were with a bunch of girls too. I think I was with like one or two. And then asked if I'd go out with him. And on, then did you and your friends like instant met? Oh, we celebrated. We put on the Empire Records soundtrack because that was a movie we were obsessed with, even though it came out several years earlier. Uh, <laughs> it is also not good. N- oh, I love it. I don't think I've ever seen it. Okay, then why would you say it's not good? Also, just if I you have could, a feeling. if you could suck that straw <laughs> right into the mic, that I would be great. I didn't anticipate this. To uh, go. So yeah, so it was like a very 1999 ask out on the internet on AOL. It's actually interesting that you say that. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily interesting. It's just oh, kinda, I thought it was, but well, I guess uh, no, not. it isn't. I'm, I'm saying the, the <laughs> crossover is that there is a story we got from a listener. Oh, so some strange human on Instagram said to us in eighth grade, I had a huge crush on my friend Matt. We used to talk on the phone every day, and I was not shy about making my intentions known. Mm. But at the same point, he started talking about his new, older girlfriend who went to another school. She mm. even joined a group AIM chat with other kids <gasps> from school, and we all developed a friendship with her. I did especially because gotta keep your competition close. But eventually it was revealed that Quinn was made up and was being portrayed by another friend of ours because Matt didn't like me and was 13 and couldn't just man up and tell me that he had to make up a whole other human being. LOL. Young love is fun. At least strange uh, human, uh, some strange human is not uh, still uh, embittered by this behavior. That was a big thing though, like making up screen oh, names. I made one up. Oh yeah. You make them up. You, you I am other people. Yeah, you do. A, it's a whole thing. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. It was, um, I mean, I get it. Also, it is a tall order to expect from 13-year-old boys to have any navigation through a, uh, any r- relational no. thing. They don't even know how to do it when they're like no. a- adult people. No. And, so and some might argue 13? a lot of women don't either. No. So, tall um, I, uh, so Charlie wrote a message. Charlie, who, uh really called us out regarding Yankee Doodle Dandy and Yankee Doodle. You oh, may remember I, her voicemail. You think I don't know who Charlie you, is? You may remember her voicemail. I think I, I even also captured Charlie's comment. Yeah. She goes, oh, I blocked out most of eighth grade from my memory, but I do remember my favorite Christmas gift that year being a vote for Pedro shirt. <laughs> I mean, if that's not timely. Wow. Also, that makes her very young. Also, Did you not have one? No. I was in college. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I was old. Did you have I one? was old when I came Did out. Did you have no, one? No, no, God, no. Um, the, 
Do you think the vote for Pedro, do you think that was about south of the border, Pedro? Do you think they capitalized? <laughs> yeah. Do you think they ever capitalized? I think that's it? why Charlie had it. That's probably probably. I think that why that's why Char- knowing what Charlie I know about grade, Charlie. That's why she had Charlie it. is keeping us abreast of Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah, so I can yeah. only assume that she knows what's going on at South of the Border yeah, as well. She gets She's it. a big resort person. She gets it. Uh we did have this message from uh Robin on our Facebook. Okay. Now I would like just to preface this by saying Robin dove in former guest. Comment? Former, former guest. guest. She was on the mom's episode uh, or the friend kids, of, the kids friend episode. Of ours. Yep. And I think that's why she kind of came into this hot. Like, well, she came in as though like, well, everyone knows this already. And it's like, she mm-hmm. starts by saying, well, of course there's the morning I started my period late bloomer. And my mom had flowers and congratulatory balloons delivered to my classroom with a card that said, congratulations. You're a woman now. Love mom. I carried them around school all day while wearing the biggest pad I think a diaper ever created. Good times. How? How? The thing is about this, guys, now, lest you think that any of that could be made up, I've actually seen the photograph of Robin on the day she got her period holding said balloons. There's a picture. And a card. Yeah. It's absolutely... It's amazing. Unconscionable. I can't imagine if that would... I would, I would have been like, I'm never talking to you again mother she really loves her mom now though I know. they hang out and oh, well I mean loves, I mean I would have eventually but like that would never would have crossed my mom's mind what crossed her mind that she what was did cross her did mind? her mom have that done for her was it to embarrass her was it because she was legitimately proud of also, her <laughs> I'm trying to remember how my mom reacted to me sharing that news with her I don't think my mom was like you're well, a woman congrats welcome to this I fun think my mom party was like oh boy well here, here we, we go, go. <laughs> yeah like this <laughs> this will be a nightmare for your whole life and for your father and me for the next four years while you assimilate to this part of your <laughs> assimilate <laughs> uh, to be fair still i'm still not assimilated i'm i'm never it's until i horrible. until i'm like full menopause stride i don't think that this will ever like <laughs> oh i pray for menopause <laughs> <laughs> um Wow. I mean, Robin, always, a, thank you, a pleasure. I mean, you, you keep the hits coming. Keep them coming. Um, I would say, speaking of hits, Erica came out hot. <laughs> it's it's a good one. I think we With may, a photo. Yeah, we may have to also re-include that photo yeah. at some point. But Erica says, we had midterm exams just before the holiday break in eighth grade. The night after we took them, someone drove a car through the classroom, destroying everything in that corner of the classroom where the completed exams happened to be. The school was closed for a few days for structural integrity checks, then closed for the holidays, so we all passed by default without having to retake the exams. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. And she included an awesome picture of a car in just in a brick building. I mean, in it, this doesn't happen. So, this doesn't do happen. Do we think what there's a conspiracy? Oh, where someone wasn't going to pass that test. Oh, and then they had someone drive a car into the classroom. Oh, she was in eighth grade, though. That's a tall order to be able to find a, a person old enough who's going to take that kind of a risk with their license. I don't know. It's pretty good. You got. Those you, midterm eighth grade exams very much determine the rest of your life. I think I know about two times that cars were driven into the front of buildings that I was somehow near. What? <laughs> a friend of mine's parent drove their car into a restaurant in the town. And then also somebody drove Why? their car into the Knobscot dryer cleaners one time in Framingham. I think it's all mistake. Like mistakes happened. I think one time it was an elderly mistake. 
Do you think this is a thing? Sometimes people think that they're put, pre- about to press onto the brake and they accidentally slam the gas and it's like and that's it's it. out of their control. Similarly, and I can't get into the details because I'm slightly afraid. I'm, part of me doesn't even want to bring this up, but I guess it was in an article. It was like in my husband's like area's local news. Oh. Someone's car was blown up. Oh my God. Because there was illegal activity going on with this person. Oh, oh like a real James Gandolfini kind of a situation. <laughs> situation. They blew up a car. Oh my and God. that was like someone in his like grade or something. I'm a little afraid. Should we someone in his out? grade? I, well, it's like their family. Oh, I was gonna say. I'm like, how did that that girl get involved? So, there we are. Well, it's, allegedly, okay, allegedly. I mean, you could have told that story and not included your husband in, in included your husband in that. Okay, someone I know. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, it was, there was articles about it. Um, yeah, so. I will say that in eighth grade, my mother didn't let me go to one of the major dances because I had done poorly in school. She also did not let me go on the eighth grade trip, which is to Washington, D.C., because I had done poorly, my grades. But then you know what? Take this, Janet. Me and all the other dumb kids that couldn't go on the Washington trip hung out together for an entire weekend, and we had the best time. Jared Farley and Marcy Pike. If you're out there, shout, shout. What'd you guys do? Drink? Get crazy? <laughs> I don't get crazy. Think we drink. I just think we hung Stayed out. Stayed up like, late. I think we hung out like every day because yeah. we felt so cheated. Of course. And we were like, we are going, we we're are gonna, going to have, we're gonna have fun. Time. No matter what. Ever. No matter how good their pictures are of the trip. Oh, get ready. We're going to have more fun. See, I don't think that we did. When I think of eighth grade, I think of my our trip to Washington D.C. That was saying. like, yeah, that was like the biggest. It's the one. pinnacle for every the human. biggest one, every kid. So for you to miss it, I, do you know how I? I don't. There's been very few times in my life that I've ever been that devastated by like a punishment. That's really that's a real bad punishment. Sh- they didn't. They didn't. They didn't mess around. Screw around. They no. were like, this is enough already. With this you. is what you did. That's that's bad. Well, I had to learn, and then you know what. I won the Peter Gray Memorial Road for writing. So you know what? You I'll really see, turned it around. I'll see you're taking that trip away, and I'll raise you a grant. You don't get any of my fifty dollars check. Oh. <laughs> you really take, showed them. Take that, and also, you know what, Mom? I've got my period. So take Here that. Here we are. <laughs> um, I my Jen Yaffe. Uh, I texted my Jen. Oh. Um, and uh, I was like, talk to me about eighth grade. And this this is the things. These are the top things she remembers. Not that it's actual material. So first of all, she's like she wants she's to preface like, it by just she's being like, like, "This isn't anything," but this is what I think of. Okay, she so she gets it. Um, she goes eighth grade makes me think of Washington D.C. trip. First one she mentioned, of course, Family Values tour album. Ex- <laughs> Family Values tour. I'm pretty sure that's like a it's, tour it's of like corn, limp biscuit. I, I think, think it's you like are all of that. A hundred percent right. She wrote Brendan breaking his arm. I'll get into that and competition to talk to people from other towns so towards the end of eighth grade we were all gearing up to go to high school with the other towns and so there was a bit of a like competition to be like oh yeah well I'm really good friends with this person from Norwood like (laughs) it was like a lot of like a badge of honor I get it to have all that anyway so eighth grade this was a huge one my friend Brendan he broke his arm playing now I don't know that these are the details that Jen will help me maybe okay go on he broke his arm. Yeah. Pitching? Mm-hmm. Can that happen? You just break I don't your know arm? If it breaks, you can definitely 
do something to it. Well, he broke it so badly mm-hmm. he couldn't walk. He couldn't go to the rest of eighth grade. So for <laughs> this sounds, he went to graduation in a wheelchair. There's a lot of holes in this. No, this is it. This is all the info <laughs> I have. I remember. And was his arm like propped up with pins yeah. and a thing? It was like in a crazy like situation. That when to we saw me him. seems like maybe his shoulder and maybe his it was rotator his, cuff and maybe. all that was a thing. But it was. And he never played. I mean, ball again, Rhoda, I Jen said breaking his arm. So. I mean, I'm just saying. Couldn't walk, never walked again. No, that's not true. But he couldn't like go. I don't know. I don't remember how late it happened in eighth grade, but like he did not come back to school for it. And he was like a very smart guy. Uh, so it's like. Oh, how terrible. How yeah, horrible. Horrible. So we would all visit and we would like chill out with him because there was so much. Yeah, and cry over his bed. No, <laughs> I remember him being in like a chair at like a recliner basically in his living room. We'd see him and he was just like sit there chilling out. Oh, what a miserable way His to spend last the part time. of eighth grade. Terrible. And he, and he probably was like hoping to be a baseball player or something. Yeah. I do not recall if he played in high school. I'm imagining. Oh, he never played again. Yeah, that's my guess. But I, I do will, not recall. I would like to say very quickly before Please. we jump out of this. Please. You have two friends that I, I mean, I'd like to think that I know them a little bit more now oh. because like they like, well... M. Pearson, 18, right? Oh, Mike. Well, I mean, this oh, is a little bit here we braggy. Go. Okay. He goes, I crushed eighth grade. <laughs> this sounds like Mike. <laughs> Highlight, passing out at eighth grade graduation after communion, Catholic school in the Northeast. I had to leave the church. I reentered and got a standing ovation, and then I sure rivaled Jesus fucking Christ after he <laughs> rose from the dead. <laughs> then the hottest... The hottest girl in our eighth grade class danced with me at the graduation dance because I was still alive. I've been killing it on the dance floor ever since. And then he wrote, hashtag boom. <laughs> I haven't seen this on Instagram. I haven't seen these messages. Yeah, oh my so God. You need to understand. To Mike. This is the greatest. But you need to understand at the same exact time, same exact time, I received, I received this message from Shell E, his wife. Y- yes. And and she goes, where to begin? I had braces put on right before eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> but she says, but rocked that look through sophomore year. Crushes galore. Super awkward all day, every day. Lots of people hated middle school, but I actually kind of loved it. I was in love with a guy named Jesse. We danced together at the eighth grade dance. Twice. Once to All My Love by JC and JoJo. And then to Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Funny eighth grade dance story. That's non-Jesse related, but I danced with my friend Jeff and I felt like a little poke coming through, if you know what I mean. Okay, first of all, both these messages are fantastic, but I'm realizing that they come in at the same time. Were they sitting on the couch together? I then received an image of them sitting (laughs) on the couch together. Because I called, this is the greatest thing. Because I called, I called one of them out and I said, I'm sorry, but are you both sitting there (laughs) doing this right now? And are you communicating with one another about it? And then I received an image of them this just is, having a time on the couch. This is, I do have to give a, sh- I, I do have to let everyone know, like, and I appreciate it. Whether you're messaging us on Facebook or Instagram, no one, we don't say who we are, who's responding. We both have access to both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's very clear. For example, shout out to Anthony who sent a message about the 7-Ups dot game that he remembers, the <laughs> Sega game that we had a very nice conversation about. And he, there was no question about who he was speaking with. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Because it was me. Uh, but like, there are times where like, Jen, uh, she's texting me. She was like, I totally just messaged a whole bunch of things on Instagram because I thought it was you. But it's like, 
no, 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 it's both of us. So it makes me really happy that like my friends messaged and you got them and, all. I and, didn't see any of them. And I told them both. I said, I've got to tell you. I f- well, I mean, maybe just told one of them, but I said, I got to tell you. I feel closer to you now. <laughs> I feel like you're my friends as well. Shelly uh, is the one who uh, designed our a lot of our pins and a lot of our logos and that kind of stuff. So, so she's really done a bunch she of works business. for the show too. So really she, she works so for the show. So we have a business relationship. We have a business. That's what it is. That's what it is. And I think wow. that that's all we've got. I mean, I guys, you guys it. came out in droves and uh, I was not disappointed. No. Thank you so much. Certainly not. Keep it coming. Um, as we wrap up, yeah. I do have to say that mm. I had a... I mean, I already know about this, so don't Not try a, to pretend like I, I don't It wasn't know. a rendezvous. Oh. A run-in? Uh, 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 in an same, elbow rub. Uh, no, we no. were far away. Okay. But we were in the same room as a green... We, I was in a green room. This, uh, a couple weekends ago, I was at a uh, Comic-Con that I, was, that I was hosting, and sometimes we share green rooms with different like people that are moderating or people mm-hmm. that are you know on the panels themselves, and um, I turned around behind me, and I saw none other than Mrs. Teen Steam herself. Samantha, from Who's the Boss, extraordinaire. Charmed. Milano. <laughs> and I turned and I immediately texted Emily and I said, Emily, <laughs> I'm sharing green room right now with Alyssa Milano. And you, in capital letters, texted me back, you gotta tell her about the teen scene. <laughs> Can you imagine Can you imagine to make her understand what, what I was doing. Like, and also as someone who's working there, I'm not a fan. Have, I'm not a... I happen to be with you, I could take the heat. Yeah, but I, I was... could go do it. A wor- we were sharing a workspace. Can you imagine going up to someone and being like, hey, let me try. Let me try to see what this would make sense. I'm her. So, yes. So, um, she looked probably fantastic, right? Unbelievable. She's a beautiful woman. She looked unbelievable. Okay. Um, oh, um, Alyssa, it's it's so great to meet you. I'm Amanda. I'm working at the convention. Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, she might be a little bit okay. Nicer. I'll be friendlier. Uh, big Hi. Fa- I'm a big fan. Oh, really? Mm. Name stuff I did. <laughs> Charmed. Yes, loved that. Mm-hmm. And what else did you love? Well, that's a great. I'm so glad you asked oh, because okay. I have a podcast. Um, and <sighs> no, I <laughs> see that's it. I have a podcast, mm-hmm. and we a lot of the time we talk about teens. And <laughs> okay, okay. Um, that's not. <laughs> We really love teenagers. Well, okay. Okay. We are yes. charmed oh. by yes. the foibles of teenage life. Yes. And so we have a part, usually towards the end of our program, sure. where yep. we talk about things like... I have to go on the- soon. <laughs> so could you, could you wrap this the fuck up, please? <laughs> also, go on. Um, and we use your song that you probably wish to talk about and not forget oh called the teen steam (laughs) is that what it's called I forget because Um, we say scene so much it was an athletic uh, video and uh, music cassette that I created for to keep teens healthy Um, and it was the teen steam you know just got it well we use it in a section (laughs) of our show called teen scene and your voice is on it this yeah. from the song. And uh, how are you uh, taking care of the rights? Oh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> the rights. The rights. Yep. To the teen well, scheme. Well, I'm glad you asked. We pay $30,000 a month <laughs> to use it. <laughs> to use the, the one small clip of teen steam. With that being said, it's been a minute, but how could I not? I've been in her presence. Right. We got to jump right in. Should have even maybe just slipped her a... 
Yeah. Gotta let it out. Yeah, hey, it, yeah, that's it's, what you do. You I just, just walk up and you go, hey, gotta let it out, right? <laughs> gotta let it out. <laughs> and she's like, get the fuck out. She's like, I'm sorry, security. Let what out? Did you? Are you the one that just farted? Or are you, well, Emily, she wouldn't. <laughs> How could she? Anyway, it's time to open that door. Mm-hmm. Gotta hold on. I gotta fumble with the key. It's been a little bit. Well, I mean, it, fumble, fumble. This is here, so hurry up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Let's get into the, the teen, teen scene. Teen scene. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it That's right. It's here. I feel good. Okay. It's a little warm, but I feel oh, good about it. It's the, steamy. It is a little steamy. In I here. like it. Me too. So what I thought, I specifically looked for stories about eighth grade Mm -hmm. because that's what our episode is. So I was like, you know what? I want to hear some eighth grade stories. So I stumbled upon an article where uh, some writers decided to write their most embarrassing memories from eighth grade, from being 13 years old. Excellent. So um, Mariah Smith. She loves her work. (laughs) One of the most traumatic events in my life was switching schools in middle school. Yes. Early into my tenure at my new school, and while I was still struggling to make friends, I went on a trip to Branson, Missouri with my choir. So first of all, I was set to bunk with some of the cool girls that weekend, which excited me. Yeah, totally get that. Get it. However, I didn't get to enjoy the weekend because while I was on the bus from St. Louis to Branson, I became severely ill, vomiting all over myself. It came on so quickly that I had to be rushed to the back of the bus and sequestered from everyone else. Before reaching the cabins we were to stay at, we made a pit stop at a carnival. I obviously couldn't enjoy this stop and had to sit on the bus with my choir teacher, (laughs) who used this time to tell me all about her impending divorce that her daughter and my classmate didn't know about. (laughs) Jesus. That's amazing. I'm not sure I could top that. What could? I've had some doozies of a day, but I don't know that any would really. I mean. I mean. So good. Sometimes people just are that person. It came on so quick. She was sequestered. And then they're all in a carnival. And it ruined her trip. And ruined you're it. on a bus with a woman telling you about her divorce. And a then grown you, woman. And you have to have this now? Also is an educator and should know much better. And you have to just have it. You just have that info and now. And you're an adolescent, so you don't. What do I do? do you do with that? Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bless you. What's her name? Maggie Smith? Mariah. <laughs> Maggie Smith. Uh, she's a, a British. Dame yeah. Maggie Dame Smith. Maggie Smith. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, Lisa, Lisa Ryan uh, says, my period arrived when I was 13, and with that came a sudden growth of pubic hair, hair, <laughs> pubic hair I wasn't quite sure how to handle. Oh. I didn't know you could shave it or even tame it, so I was utterly embarrassed to wear bathing suits around anyone. One day, I was invited to a pool party thrown by a guy I really liked. I didn't want to wear a bathing suit for that very reason, so I wore jeans and a shirt. I told one of my friends to pretend to push me in the pool so that I could swim and have fun with everyone. (laughs) By the way, that sounds like absolutely something we would have done. Like, this sounds like, okay, just here. Like, that sounds like some hijinks either us or one of our listeners would have got up to. It's just so busy. Look, just push me in the pool. I want to be able to swim and have fun, but I got to keep my jeans on. I got a on. severe bush going on. <laughs> she should have just in done fact, the old t-shirt bit. could be poking out of my jeans. How long though? It's still, it could fly I up. a couple friends that always wear long t-shirts. Yeah, but that's probably not to cover their pubes. I mean, I don't know what was going on. I didn't ask questions. Because <laughs> you couldn't see under that t-shirt. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I told one of my friends to pretend to push me in the pool I, so I could swim. Once she did, I played it up. Oh, my God. I can't believe she did that, I said, (laughs) and laughed like a cool girl who couldn't care less that this just happened to her. But then my friend, 
now enemy, told everyone that I told her to push me in the pool and that she thought I was really weird. I was, <laughs> I was humiliated, and the guy I liked looked at me like I was crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, guys, Lisa told me to toss her in the pool because she's got a bunch of pubes she doesn't want anyone to see. She wants to swim with her jeans on. Yeah. Take that, Lisa. What a Lisa. weirdo. <laughs> what an asshole. So there's that. What a jerk thing to do. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to identify because I'm trying to think if that ever happened, like if I ever thought about that. Well, for me, I never, I mean, I don't think I like ever swam when I had my period, like ever when I was growing up. I was like, I don't know how to handle yeah, this. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't even, pubes aren't even period related. Yeah. I just don't think it ever occurred. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even I don't have a recollection of this. Me neither. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, okay. So, Joanna, oh. writer, says, okay. I was 13 when America's hottest club was AOL Instant Messenger. Cool. And she's right. This ruled for me. I was and continue to be both cripplingly shy and horny. Oh. And AIM provided a low-risk venue to work out complicated feelings. Since I was an emotional risk taker and savvy user, I had installed one of those trick links in my profile that said something like, click to see my web shots, but actually <laughs> automatically sent an instant message from the clicker's account that said, Joanna, will you go out with me? Whoa. I thought this was a hilarious deception that might also one day shake loose a classmate's latent desires. Ah. Shake loose is a really good term. Latent desires. One afternoon in the middle of an otherwise uneventful conversation, Doug Torkin. Oh, nice. A pseudonym has been used to protect the privacy of the innocent. (laughs) I was wondering. A large 13-year-old with whom I had shared a tumultuous two-week relationship that ended around the time he robbed a Dunkin' Donuts, but probably not because of that. (laughs) messaged me Joanna will you go out with me I gasped and felt a shooting internal anxiety erection developing oh dong I don't know dong I I guess whoa I responded instantly forgetting my prank oh maybe she changed oh no I said it is it's dong Torkin I said Doug my apologies oh dong I don't know I responded instantly forgetting my prank can we take it slow wait what dong replied oh haha you clicked the link I was JK (laughs) <laughs> cool cool bit I <laughs> nailed that bit <laughs> what a stupid thing what a dumb messy thing to do oh man <laughs> she th- so she thought she had it all figured out that's really she amazing. was gonna really show she them. was getting she got it she understood <laughs> uh, anyway so I think that's a pretty good verge of uh people's eighth grade people's experience. eighth grade experiences you know you you get kissed. You go to Washington D.C. You grow hair sometimes. where you weren't expecting. Uh, you have a competitions to try to talk to all the cool kids so you can be cool before you even enter high school. You sing a Richard Mark song. You wear a lot of Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> in my in my case, I wore a lot of Esprit. Mm. <laughs> Z Cavarich. I think I was in an in between for Z Cavarici. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure why, mm. but I was. You were in a different mm-hmm. place. Okay. Well, you know what? That's something. Look, and there you have it, guys. And there you have it. As Pedro would say, you never sausage an episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really sourced that. Thank really you. Fast. Thank you. Nice. Um, guys, exciting news. Everyone's a wiener. And everyone's a wiener at our live show coming oh up. Oh, my God. It's on Thursday, June 27th at 9.30 p.m. Sat Comedy Lab, downtown Orlando, Florida. I can't even believe it. If you don't come to it, you're a stupid shit. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Emily, you're not talking to people whose children you want to parent. But just remember, 
that I said that. So then when you don't come, you feel that way. Come, you get it. You'll be reminded. You get it. That you know you're a stupid shit. That's right. Um, but you're not. We think you're great all the time. But you know, but also come. We yes. haven't done a live show in a while, so you should probably come out. It'll be a really fun time. I'm really looking forward to it. Same Z's. Cannot wait to have fun with a whole bunch of you guys. You silly M and M's. Maybe we'll make some American chop suey. <gasps> oh, uh, you know, in, in a big Tupperware. Pass it out. We'll eat it with our hands. We could get forks. I forgot them. We can afford. I probably wait, wait, forgot them. You're in the future. I probably did. If wow. I was asked to bring forks, that's then a I'm going to bring forks. Okay. I want everyone to be able to have it. Okay, that's a good call. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's on uh, June 27th, Thursday, 9:30 p.m. at Sac Comedy Lab. We would love to have you there. You go to sac.com. Get your tickets ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. Just make it easier. On exactly. Yourself. Um. You can head over and find us at Facebook at Amanda and Emily. Please send us messages, corrections, agree things you agree with, especially if they're the things I said. Um. And then you can also, of course, <laughs> head over to Instagram at Amanda underscore Emily underscore Show and have some lovely messages. But again, you never know who you're messaging. Guys, I'm all over that Instagram. That's probably me sometimes. Usually. I feel like I'm usually Facebook. I think I would agree with that. But guys, also though, that being said. Could be switchies. Could be switchies. So just remember that. You don't know. No. You never know. We're (laughs) mysterious like that. So if you want to talk mean about me, you know. Do it. Just know that you could be tricked. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes I can put up a front and pretend I'm Emily. Yeah. And I I do the same with Amanda. Yeah. So you never know. Take that, (laughs) Shelly. Anyway, we got to get out of here. Yes. Uh, love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. That was a